Welcome everyone, you are listening to the Art of Turing podcast. I am your host, the Sizz Dog, and uh, we're almost there guys, it's almost the end of the year. The end of the year is approaching, just hang in there. We're almost there, before you know it'll be Christmas, it'll be parties, holidays, you know, all that fun stuff, but for now we just got to get up and go to work, man. Get up in the morning. Speaking of work, I, uh, I work with my dad over the weekend. He's a sparky. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's an electrician. And uh, I told him that I do a podcast about five five or six times. He still doesn't really know what it is. <laughs> I'll say, you know, it's like the radio dad, but on your phone. You can download an episode on your phone and you can just listen to it. And he's like, oh, I don't know. But anyway, it was great to hang out with dad. God love him. What a legend. Earn a little bit of extra coin, which is good. This coming up to Christmas, going to need it, mate, for the twins. This week on The Art of Touring, I spoke with Aaron Shembury, guitar player. Aaron is 25 and has been playing in pubs since he was 15. We had a great chat. Uh, Aaron reveals possibly the weirdest spot a punter has decided to fall asleep at a gig. Art of Touring is brought to you every single Tuesday. You can listen to Art of Touring on iTunes or on the Google Podcasts app on your Android device. Also, Art of Touring has joined a new podcast network called A Lot of Green. You can check out all of the other awesome podcasts on their network at www.alotofgreen.com.au. There is some coarse language in this week's episode, so if you are listening with kids, it might be a good idea to throw on Hey Dougie, and then once they're dropped off at their swimming lessons, throw Art of Touring back on. Ah, geez, swimming lessons this time of uh, the year, that would be cold. Now let's take a moment to hear from this week's sponsor. Tino's the finest club owner in the city. My best friend ever, right? Yes. Yes, we have a, a thing in my country about people like him. The coyote of the desert uh, always likes to eat the heart of the young when the blood drips down to the children for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And only the ribs will be broken in two. Tino. Okay, well, uh, uh, Mr. Burgundy, we will be honoured if you will play jazz flute for us. I can't. Please. You play jazz flute? I dabble. Oh. Would everyone love to hear Ron Burgundy play some jazz flute? Yeah. Woo! Woo! Get it going, Ron. Yes! You, get on stage now. Okay, Come I guess on. I can play a little ditty. Honestly. I'm Come on. Give my hand. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. Yes! This is a surprise, I'll tell you. <laughs> Guys, East Harlem Shakedown, E-flat. Keep the cymbal splashy. And uh, Jerry, let's take the bass line for a walk. Hold on. I'm not hearing it right. Hold on. We got it now. It's all right. Little ham and eggs coming at you. Hold on, people. Hope you got your griddles. Uh, uh, that's baby making music. That's what that is. Uh. Episode 27 of Art of Turing is brought to you this week by Tino's Nightclub. Are you looking to impress a female co-worker? Want to be sent straight to the VIP booth without even a reservation? Then come to Tino's nightclub. His sparkling repartee will dazzle and give you the perfect atmosphere to woo your special lady. His excellent house band is on hand for you to dabble on your jazz flute. And remember, 
Thursday night is Rib Night at Tino's. Just so you know, Art of Touring is hosted by Wooshka. If you'd like to listen on your desktop, you can Google Art of Touring and follow the links to the Wooshka homepage. Before I get into my conversation with Aaron, I'd like to play a, a great cover of Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones that Aaron does with his band, the Aaron Shembury Band. Let's check it out. Childhood living is easy to do. The things you wanted, bought them for you. Graceless lady. Know who I am. You know I can't let you slide through my hands. Cause wild horses couldn't drag me away. Wild, wild horses Couldn't drag me away There you go. There's a little preview of Aaron's live performance uh, that he does with the Aaron Shembury Band. Now let's check out the conversation with the man behind that voice and that guitar. Here he is. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Art of Touring podcast. We are emanating live, uh, recorded live, I should say, uh, in the home studio tonight. And I'm joined by guitar player Aaron Shembury. How are you, Aaron? Good, mate. I'm very good. That's good. How it's are good. you? Mate, I'm, I'm loving life. I've got my warty here. I've got, uh, you know, I've got the phone on silent, so there's, yeah. there's no interruptions. I've never mentioned that to any guests. Make sure you put your phone on silent, but I probably should. I've already done it. You've, you've smashed it, mate. Professional. Professional, mate. That's <laughs> it. You've been around the block. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, yeah, Aaron, uh, tell me, where did you grow up? Me? I grew up in, I was born in Carlton at the Women's Hospital. But I grew up in Reservoir, and I'm still in Reservoir. Wow. And hopefully I don't move from Reservoir, because I yeah. love Reservoir. Yeah, right. Uh, it's not far from here. <laughs> yeah, it's around the corner, mate. <laughs> 10 minutes, 12 minutes, whatever yeah. it was. My mum yeah. and dad had their first home in Reservoir, and oh, really? eventually you know, moved to Greensboro, I believe, yeah. in the 80s. But yep. um, in the 70s, their first house was most definitely in Reza. Yes, well, we were talking before, and... Mm. My grandparents lived in Reservoir, or still do. Yeah. And uh, my dad ended up moving around the corner. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. 
just to still get the home cooked meals. <laughs> yeah, right. But, um, yeah, they're all still there. Because where where are you? Where what's your um, ethnicity? Where where are your parents dad's from? Mal- dad's Maltese. Maltese, yeah. Mum's yeah. mum's Italian. Okay, Maltese yeah. and Italian, yeah. yeah so, it's a so Christmas Day is is full on. Yeah. You got to eat in the morning, lunchtime, and then dinner. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen kilos straight away. Oh, <laughs> you forget put about it. Those what Christmases, mate? Yeah. They are out of control. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, it's a full table full of food. Yeah. And um, have you got any brothers or sisters? One brother, one sister. Mm. I've got a brother. He's twenty. I'm twenty five. He's twenty three. Okay. And I've got a sister who's 12. 12? Well, 13. She's 13 now, I think, yeah. Yeah, wow. So it's a big, big age gap. Yeah. Lucky yeah. I turned the phone on silent because it's ringing. It's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> You're a popular man tonight, <laughs> mate. And, um, okay, cool. And so uh, either of those guys musical at all or the, uh, his brother my, and sister? My brother never never attempted it. No? My sister, she be, she started to get into the the singing Recently, side of things. No, about maybe five, six years ago. Okay. And then, as you'll probably discover with the girls, dancing comes in. Yeah, well, they're already they're probably, having dancing yeah. lessons. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Because my wife was a dancer. Right. So um, that was something that she wanted them to do straight yeah. away, and I was like, "Yeah, go for it. Creative. Yeah, cool. Go nuts. Yeah, keeps them keeps them out of trouble. Yeah, active and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So she uh, she um she tried the singing thing, but the dancing thing took over. Yeah, right. She, she, and she's still doing it. She's doing well. Yeah, cool. She goes to Canberra and does all these dancing competitions and that. Yeah. So she's kicking goals with that, which That's is good. That's great. Which That's is good, great, yeah. yeah. And so what about your folks? Are either of those guys musical? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all? <laughs> no. No. It's funny. My dad's dad, my grandfather, he, he used to play clarinet in Malta. Right. And I just got back from Malta last, uh, or just Tuesday, just gone. Okay. And um, he, he was in the marching bands because every year they have these marching bands. And he was ah. playing clarinet, so they'd march down the street. Um, it's like a festa. They call it the festa, so it's like a big festival thing that they do. Yeah. And he used to do that when he was about, you know, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, right. Still did it until he left to come come here. Mm. And uh, I've, I've actually got his original clarinet. Wow. He gave it to me, yeah, before he passed away. Oh, that's special, man. Yeah. So it's like, and I got it got it uh, looked at by one of those stores, and it was about 112 years old, that clarinet. Whoa. Yeah. They're that's not, a they're, it's experience. funny, they're not really worth much money, mm. but it's a sentimental thing, oh, you know. Most definitely. Yeah. So I've got that got that at home. Wow. Which is, which is really cool. That is cool, yeah. man. That's a, that's a very cool um, uh, family heirloom, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it skipped the generation for me. Well, for 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 dad, it skipped yeah. him. Um, there you go. And so, when um, when did you first pick up the guitar? Ooh, I went. Uh, I actually learned piano first. I was oh, okay. nine. Right. I was doing piano at primary school, mm. and um, as soon as I got to high school, <laughs> I was like, you know, piano is not cool. Right. Picked up the guitar. Picked up the guitar. Yeah. So I did that and... Uh, yeah, yeah. I still play piano. I still write on piano. Sure. Um, you know what it's like. You, when you're playing guitar, you write things a bit differently as opposed to writing it on piano. Most definitely. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I still play both. Yeah, a little bit here and there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is good. But yeah, yeah, right. High school, what are you, 12? 
12. When you first go to high school, yeah, usually 12 or 13 and you're yeah. 7. Yeah, yeah. So I remember hitting high school. Yeah, I think it was when I hit high school. Mm. I wanted to learn guitar. Right. And who was your teacher? Oh, um, Did you just get the teacher from the school? or No, no. Didn't do music at school. No. I um, There was a chap out at out in Thornbury. He gave me, I probably had about six or so months worth of lessons every week. Yep. <clears throat> and um, then I sort of stopped because I was learning things on my own sort of thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like I was always listening to music. Dad always played music at home. Yeah. So when they, I think when they say you've got the, you've either got the ear for it or you don't, mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty true. Sure, yeah. Especially at a young age too, I suppose. Yeah. Most kids want to run outside and run down the street or climb the tree or something. Right. But I was learning, trying to learn songs and yeah, yeah. So I think it was about yeah twelve when I first started guitar. Okay, cool. Yeah. And what were those artists like back then that like you really gravitated towards that you wanted to try to emulate? You know, on the guitar, like first up, like. Or, well, I'll change the question. The first concert I saw yeah. was um, I was about I was I think I was nine because I was learning piano at the time and I remember um, watching. Chong Lim play with Farnham. Hmm. It was the first concert I went to was Farnham. Okay. And I was looking at Chong Lim and then I was looking at Stuart Fraser and Brett Garsett on the other side. Right. Guitar, great guitar players. Indeed. Those guys. And uh, yeah, I remember going, oh, guitar, that looks that looks interesting. That looks cool. Yeah, yeah. And then that later that year, Dad took me to see John Fogarty. Oh, wow. And then that just changed everything. <laughs> it was like, you know, because I remember seeing him every song. He had different guitar. Yeah. Each song, you know, yeah, Les Pauls, yeah. PRSs. Everything. And then I remember the, he had a he had a baseball bat guitar. Yes. Centerfield, I think, was the album. They had Centerfield. It was a uh, baseball song. Right. Like and a theme song. It was literally it was. a baseball. Was shape, yeah. A, a, base, a, a bat. Base bat. Yeah, baseball bat. Yeah. It was shaped as a baseball bat. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> seeing that and going, oh. That looks a bit strange, yeah. right? But that was the really pretty much the first guitar player that I really that took me by you know yeah it just it just got me and then yeah right I started to so even though your dad wasn't a muso he took you to the gigs took me to gigs yeah took me to concerts we went to see um, John Fogerty we went to see ACDC mm. um, yeah so we there was. Dad has still has the love for music. Sure, yeah. Um, and the, you know it, that's where you get it from. Yeah. You're always li- hearing music. Yeah, yeah. Know? Whether you're music or not, you're always hearing. music. Yeah, everyone's listening to music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, can you remember your first ever performance after you'd started learning the guitar? Like when you were asked to like get up and play in front of you know an audience? Yes. There was a. I don't think it's there anymore. There was a pub in Fitzroy. Yes. The old Colonial. Do you remember that? Mm. Brunswick Street? Not sure. I, <laughs> I I was 15. Yes. So at 15 years old, you haven't really seen a lot. No, you're in year nine, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, for, yeah, 15 I was, it was my first gig mm. and <laughs> I seen some things that I never thought I'd ever see Yeah, right. at that age. I look back now and go, you know, geez, that's funny. Yeah. But um, I was 15... Years old, first first gig. First gig, and what was like? Who were you playing with? And was it covers or? Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a covers band. My dad uh, 
knew a musician or a guitar player, mm. and he had a band. He said the band had been going for twenty something years, right? And I ended up just getting in there, getting up, playing a couple of songs, sitting back and watching. You know, sure. And pubs, you can't really take kids. In Not meant to, no. Yeah, but I was pretty lucky. I got kicked out of one pub for being too young, right? While I was doing the gig, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just started off with playing a couple of songs and then a set. Another set, and then it, you know, and then you were fired full, full, full time. Member. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's really interesting. Yeah. And so by the end of the year, you were like a full member of the band. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and these guys were 40 plus, you know. Years old. Yeah. yeah. So and there's a young 15 year old. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's, I can see the funny side of it because you, you can sort of see why people were sort of looking and watching and going, oh, look at this kid, you know. Yeah, yeah. What's he doing with these? Old blokes. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, man, of course. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, if that's not a work experience, I don't know what is. Dude, 100%. Especially at that age. At that age, getting yeah. exposed to that, um, yeah, as you said, at that age, yeah. that that kind of experience, um, you know, you can't buy it. Because no. usually everyone else has to wait till they're 18 to even get into a club, yeah. let alone play, play in a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so to get that experience at that age, that is um, definitely served you well, mm. you know, because now what we're 10 years later, Still and you know, we'll, we'll get into your um, your current uh, endeavors mm. very soon. Um, so, yeah. So, what was the name of that band? Uh, the Jaded Cats. The Jaded Cats? Yeah. And what kind of covers were they that you were doing with those guys? Well, like, it was the stuff I was listening to before I even started with them. Right. Like, you know, Credence, yep. ACDC, yep. Deep Purple, yep. um, The Eagles, you know, all that sort of stuff. The, right. the classic stuff. The classic stuff. Yeah. which I thought, you know, as soon as I, my, the first time I played the full gig, mm. I was like, you know, oh, I'm in heaven. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, you getting I remember to play these tunes bit. you love. And you get paid for it, you know. Yeah. 15 yeah. years old, what do, you, what do you do with that money? That's right. <laughs> you know, it would be different now, what, what you'd spend it on. Well, exactly. But yeah. So what did you spend your money on at 15? Because obviously you had already got a guitar that you were mate, playing. I, or you probably bought more, maybe. I think it or was... maybe you saved it. I, I think, know. no. I, I, I saved the majority of it, but yeah, my dad, you know, the old school sort of wog thing, you know, you've earned yeah. your money... Spend it on stuff you need. So, guitar strings or guitar leads and that. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, majority of it I sort of saved. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Wow. Yeah, it's funny. I. <laughs> hmm. It feels like it was such a long time ago. No, it was 10 years ago, man. Yeah, I know, but I'm only 25 and, you know... It still it's feels still like ages ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd hate to say that, you know, in the next 10 years and go, geez, that was 20 years ago. Mm, Scary. Mm. Yeah, that goes by, man, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. So you're 15 years old, you're playing with, um, what was the name of the band again? Jaded Cats. The Jaded Cats, yeah. um, with a bunch of dudes um, playing all those classic tunes. Mm. And then you get 16, 17, 18, you're playing music in a cover band all through high school. Pretty much. Yeah, in a Tw- cover band. Twice a month. Twice a month. Yeah. And what? where was the gig, did you say? There, there was a, a oh, month, the colonial, you yeah, said. The, yeah, a yeah. monthly residency there. And mm. then we did the odd, um, actually, believe it or not, we did the odd bikey gig. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say their names. No, nah, well, look, you know. Probably pro- Probably not, but you, let's yeah. just assume it's one of the clubs, you yeah. know, in Melbourne. And um, yeah. I said to you, I've seen things I never thought I'd see. <laughs> right. That was probably where it was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was some serious well, stuff. Ironically, I actually told this story last week, but 
I'll tell it again just quickly. Yeah. If so, if you've heard this story, I apologise. But <laughs> my one experience with a biker club um, was we were doing a gig at the Grandview Hotel, and I remember Jesus, the name of the spub. I'm there tomorrow, <laughs> the Grandview Hotel. Yeah, really in Fairfield. Yeah, uh, Clifton Hill. Oh, Fairfield. Is that the same? So, yeah, next okay. well, not far. Yeah. yeah, not far. Yeah. And um, little did I know, but one of um, well, the, the the Hell's Angels, it mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. Their clubhouse is like two um, blocks down from that, oh, so okay. that's like their local, yeah, yeah. Oh. right. And so we were playing the you know the covers, and um, yeah, a, a, I mean, like I said, I told the story last week. I'll do an mm. abridged yeah, abridged yeah. version this week. Um, but yeah, a fight broke out. Ooh. And we didn't know the um, the connotation until after, because we didn't know the Hells Angels were around the corner. Yeah. You know, so it wasn't that bad, but um, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but, um, you know, there you go. And yeah. so you would have seen some crazy stuff playing the bikey clubs yep. as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, did, obviously, your dad would come along. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah, he would yeah, come yeah. along he, to the shows. That's, and, the, that's the other thing, too. Dad would, uh, you know... Bless him. He he took me to the gigs. Yeah, helped me carry a Marshall. You know, because you can't drive at that point. Yeah, and um, yeah. So that was the bonding thing for us. Yeah, you know, and he was he's proud as punch. What you know was he still is. Mm. Um, but yeah, we sort of we we still sort of laugh about it now. Mm. Remember when we saw this? (laughs) Are there any stories from that area that you'd like to tell? Or Yeah. yeah, um. There was, <laughs> I don't know if I should say it. Yeah. I'll just say it anyway. Um, actually, it wasn't at the bikey club. This was at the Epping Hotel. Oh, okay. On the Perfect. corner, you know, on the corner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a certain group of men with their patches and their Characters, vests. yeah, yeah. Um, we're at the gig and there was a bike, uh, uh, a bigger sort of lady. And she was a bit rough around the edges. and Right. She, she could probably punch a hole through your head. <laughs> and uh, it was a massive blue. And I thought, oh, oh God, they're all blue with each other. But we're, yeah. pl- we're, we're up there playing and I'm, st- I'm looking out and going, geez, we're going to get killed. Yeah. And she <laughs> she beat the holy hell out of them. Really? Yeah. I remember that she went straight through. She pushed one of them straight through the toilet door. Have you been to the Epping Hotel? <laughs> oh, many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, I think it was the men's. She she pushed him straight through the door. Jeez. All I saw was punches going and... Um, oh, my God. She comes back out and she she was missing her thong, uh, her shoe. Shoe, thong. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's just carrying on. Where's my, you know, shoe? And oh, you can where, swear. It's fine. Oh, you can say, where she goes, where's my fucking shoe? Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> she went back in. She grabbed her thong off the floor and she just <laughs> hit him across the face that hard. Oh. And we're still playing. So we... You didn't pl- stop playing. No, no, no. You we, just kept going. We, we, the worst thing you can do, they say, is stop playing. No. With that, with that sort of with crowd. that kind of yeah. crowd is to stop playing. Don't stop playing. Don't stop playing. Don't stop playing because it. Like, and we stopped playing once at a at a bikey club. Yeah. And it sort of makes sense why you don't. Because it got worse. It got worse. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the music is kind of like, oh yeah, I guess we better you know calm yeah, well, down here or whatever. Most of the presidents of those sorts of clubs sure. look after the band, yeah, more than they look after them. They're they're their their members, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we're, band's the priority. Yeah, well, I mean, without them, there's no entertainment, yeah. is there? Yeah, yeah. And if the music stops, it's all hell breaks. It's even worse <laughs> yeah, than yeah. it started. It really is. 
I mean, like I was saying, like I've never done a, a, a bikey gig before. Mm. Like the, the closest was that that Grand View, and even then, that was just a little scuffle. That was nothing, you know, yeah. to write home about. But even that, uh, whoa! And yeah. so, were the cops involved at all, or or it was just kind no, of disbanded I don't, I don't, naturally? I don't, I don't, yeah, it just the thing was, I think it just it it all broke out, and then it sort of stopped pretty quickly. Mm. And then the guys that were getting beaten were. At the bar having a beer. <laughs> just like, you know. So it could have been just a regular Friday night yeah. for these guys. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That was just pretty normal. Much. It was full on. Whoa. Like I'd never seen anything like it. Oh, uh, man, and not again. Far out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Good That's... stories to tell. Jeez, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're 17, 18. You finally, you know, you get your legs on the on the Melbourne cover band scene or, yep. or bikey scene as, as, yeah. as it would be. <laughs> Um, where, do, where do you go from there? Because, I mean, like I said, I I, I um, first saw you up on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, you came up, you know, people you may know. Yes. On my Facebook. I'm like, Aaron Shembrio. How do you know that guy? How do I know that guy? <laughs> and so I clicked on your profile. This was years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we shared like 50, 100 mutual, mutual friends. friends. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? And then it said, went to some, I'm like, I remember oh. that kid. <laughs> yeah, that he long-eared never, lout. He never did music. No, never. Now, what, what was all that about? I um, I never really took on music because I was already doing it. Doing it. You know? I, yeah. I, you thought it was kind of overkill if you did yeah, that at school I, as well. I didn't want school and music to be somewhat together, if you know what I mean. Ah. I mean, I was telling you before, I was... Feral as a kid at school. Right, right. I didn't want that because I really wanted to do music as a career. Mm. A lot of people laughed. You know, it happens. Sure, um, yeah. But oh, I'm I still getting laughed. I, yeah, well, you know what I mean. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yeah, man. But I didn't want it to be. I didn't want those two things to be the same thing. Those two worlds yeah, to collide. Because if if it was to be together, I probably still wouldn't be doing it. Right. Probably would have because it still yeah. had that air of coolness, like oh, this is something yeah. you get to do on the weekend, yeah. and then I have to go to you know work essentially, yeah, yeah. Or, or you know school. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, now that kind of makes sense, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying for kids to not do music at school. No. Yeah. That's it's just it's great for I, a lot of kids, you yeah. know. Yeah. You know, to have that outlet at school, yeah. you know. But I mean, you're coming at it from a different thing, and everybody's different, man. So that's yeah. that's res- you know that you can I could respect you for that. No, hundred yeah. percent. You know. So I, yeah, I remember yeah. a lot of the kids. In my year level, you know, yeah, getting jobs at Macca's or mm-hmm. KFC and whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, two gigs a month for me was yeah, dude, that's, that's plenty of money, you know, at, at that age. Bloody oath. So yeah, I, yeah, I probably I wouldn't change what I've done, no, no, or how I went about it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't change it at all. There you go. But yeah, far out, man. I mean, look. I've taught a lot of kids that I think probably would have done well if given the opportunity to play um, outside of school uh, mm. before they finished. But like like you said, it's the opportunity to do that. Like yes. That's not easy to find. You know, you were no. very lucky. I was very lucky. Yeah. Very you lucky. Know, to, to cut your teeth that young, you know. I mean, uh, as a, um, like a comparison, I used to do this uh, acoustic covers gig down at uh, Degani's um, oh, in yeah. South Morang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because um, 
one of my students, uh, Matthew Catolico, who was in your year level, yes. was working there at the time. Oh, okay. So yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. oh, get, get uh, Mr. Siriani. You know, yeah, he's yeah. a school teacher. I play in a band with him. He does acoustic covers. He'll bring in a crowd. Yeah. You know, so for about 12 months, every every month, yeah. I was down to Ghani's doing the covers thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, this is perfect. It's so local. Mm. I can get all my vet music kids to come down and sing a song. Great. Give them a bit of experience yeah. outside of the dome of school because yes. when you're in that dome, you're very protected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, your parents come and support you. You've yeah. got your peers coming supporting you. You've got your teachers supporting mm-hmm. you. But as soon as you step out those gates, you're on your own. Yeah. You it's, know? It, and work so experience. It's pretty much It's work exactly experience. what I was offering to them, yeah. you know, and I've kind of always kind of tried to do that again since, but... Ironically, I just haven't done many covers work like, like regularly. Yeah, yeah. You know, in this local area, but mm. I'd like that to change one day because I thought that was a really cool thing that I was able to do um, for the students. That's because, great. Yeah, it was really cool, man. Good, yeah, you know, I'd say, oh, even like in class, I'd be like, hey. What, what song do you want to do on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. It was oh, mental. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, they'd get yeah. excited like, yeah. oh, let, let's do this one soon. I'm like, yeah, let's practice yeah, yeah. it now and come down. You know, it was awesome. good for the business too yeah. because obviously their friends and family would come down like right, yeah. know that they would get to play yeah. a song with, you know, old mate on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it was great. The master great. and the apprentice. That's it, man. That was it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And so, yeah, you leave school. Now you're full-time muser. Well, actually, no. Are you a full-time muser? Or have you got a day yeah, job no, as well? No, no, that's it. No that's day it. job. I, te- I teach on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yes. Um, but it's just the gigs The gigs for me is, has been pretty steady. Yes. Um, you know, I remember t- turning 18. Oh, no, I, was, I think I was about 17, you know, 17 and a half. Mm. And uh, I was pretty fortunate to have a... A duo gig with Ross Hannaford. Okay. Ross Hannaford is from Daddy Cool. He's wow. a guitar player. Holy shit! Yeah, so the the relationship there sort of sparked up pretty quickly. Mm. You know, he sort of, which I'm forever thankful for. Um, he sort of saw something in me. Yeah. Um, so we played together on and off after I'd left that covers band. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I was, it's it sort of didn't really stop mm. the music, the gigs, or the music. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then it, after that, it just sort of kept going, and I was One working gig with to the next. yeah, I was working with a lot of the older guys. Sure, that dad, you know, from dad's era, my mm, dad's era. Mm. You know, so I'd come home and say, "Oh, I'm playing with Ross Hannaford from Daddy Cool." Yeah, pull out the old records, and you know, there he is there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, how'd you meet him? Uh, it was through a place called Musicland. Oh yeah, music plan in Faulkner. Yeah, yeah in Faulkner. Yeah, yeah. And um, when I got my license, I was there all the time. You know, jam nights or yeah, yeah, going to see gigs and that. Sure. Um, so the music, the live music was always around. Yeah. Even when I wasn't gigging, I was going to a gig. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it sort of it just kept going and going. And you just made that connections, made those yeah, networks. networks. Yeah, 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 right. And I don't know why, but they. Most of them have seen something in me. Sure. And it's a mutual respect thing, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. So I had to mature pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, they've done it for that many decades. Donkeys, yeah. They don't want to be fucked around. <laughs> yeah, you know with I mean? time so, wasters. Yeah. Yeah, because they're out there. Yeah, they've, they've done what they've had to do and yeah. they're just doing it because they like it still. Yeah, right. You know, so... yeah. So you did that duo yeah. gig with um, Ross Hannaford, yeah, yeah. Ross Hannaford for a while, yeah, yeah. And then, and where, where did you where did you end up after that? Um, I, th- I think it was with Dave Evans. 
Dave Evans, you're an ACDC fan, aren't you? That's the the drummer, isn't it? No, no, that's the first the first singer before Bon Scott was Dave Evans. That's right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. So he had uh, "Can I Sit Next to You, Girl." Yeah. Their first hit. Yeah. Uh, um, rocking in the parlor or something, and we ended up doing rural rural country gigs mm. with him. Right. And yeah, that was that was the start of the traveling Bendigo. Bendigo Arms, yeah. uh, Bendigo Corner Arms, was that Cornish you, Arms? You did the gig there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I did a few gigs up in Bendigo for a few years, and mm. um, it was booked by a bird called Anita Donlan. Okay. And she she promo- she booked Dave Evans for ages. Yeah, well, that's, would, that's where it would have been, yeah. There you go. It was Bendigo and... Bendigo and... It was a few, couple of other places. Mm. I remember Bendigo. yeah. He definitely would have played there because I think he lived yeah, up there for a while or something. Yeah, well, the Possibly. bass, the bass player was um, from up there. Was from up there. Yeah, right. And I think he did a lot of the bookings. Mm. Well, you know the the management sides of things. Yeah, right. Um, but he's he lives overseas now and just oh okay was over there Europe and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and did you yeah. have any stories from from that time, like when you were with Dave Evans' band? Uh, uh, that band? Yeah. Oh. He, he was. He wasn't the easiest person to work with. He wasn't. No. No. Was, I mean, you don't want to put him under, but no, like no, at the no. same it time, was, you got to learn. You got to learn. Deal yeah. with people. Exactly. That's the biggest thing, especially in this that industry. Age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I with learned everybody's quirks. Yeah, yeah. And you and I learned very quickly. Everybody's different. Yeah. A lot of people are going to handle things differently. Yes. As you know, that that you're going to handle. Mm. Um, but the gigs were fun. I mean, I yeah. was playing ACDC music, which was awesome, great. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, to, yeah, you, yeah. It's cool. I don't want to rat him out. No, of course, of course. But look, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, he was able to perform. Yeah, you know, still sings like a sings like, like a, a bird. Yeah, sings like a bird. You know, ACDC sing like a bird. Maybe a real ratty bird. Yeah, dirty looking bird. Yeah. Love and yeah. light. Yeah, cool. Okay, cool, man. So, yeah, yeah, you're smashing it out with Dave Evans. You know, you're you're at this point, you're maybe 19, Nearly 20, 19 or something, yeah. 19, 20, yeah. Um, mm. And then, um, and where do we go from there in the musical history um, of Mr. Shembury? This is like, this is like, this is your life. A little bit. Because, like, I try about... to, like, you know, squeeze the stories out of the guest. Yeah. And then, like, sometimes you'll be like, oh, who was I playing with next? That's right. Yeah. Oh, this happened on the road. Can I tell you this yeah, story? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, yeah, just think back and, and, uh, and, yeah, let the the mind wander. Two of my favourite that I've worked with um, still now are mm. yeah, Wendy Stapleton and Paul Norton. Okay. Paul Norton um, had a hit, Stuck On You, mm-hmm. back in the eight, mid-80s or I think late 80s or whatever. And Wendy had a number of hits with Wendy and the Rockets. Right. Um, so I started working with them on and off around that time. Mm. Um, and they they sort of became the musical mum and dad mm. for me. Right. So I could always ring. I can I can still now always ring Paul for advice. Sure. You know, because you, you, I don't care how old you are, you don't know everything. No. Especially in this man. business. Oh, as 100%. You know, yeah, as you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I started working with them, and um, I work a lot with guys from that era. Yeah, it seems like that. Yeah, you've just um, you've got that um, those connections there yeah. somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, that's funny. They say one door o- uh, one door closes, one another one opens. Opens, sure. Yeah. Once you get your foot in the door, mm. 
They're like, oh, it's check out Aaron. He'll yeah, help you out. He knows yeah. all those tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Which which I'm forever grateful for because... It's a good thing, man. kept me in work. <laughs> yeah, And, and yeah. it's good to be around him and learn off him. That's like, right. I'm still, still learning. Still learning. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just... Well, guitar's one of those instruments that, like, someone's always going to need a guitar player. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's very cool that you've got that skill because, if you, especially if you can nail the parts for all those songs, mm. you're going to be sought after, man, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. So that's a, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, you did mention before we were talking um, on, the, on the podcast that you did a bit of a stint with uh, Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Um because would that have been your first foray into the original music scene? Or you... It was, yeah, yeah. It was. it was. Okay, yeah, let's talk about um, that, man. Gee, uh, I, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure what year it was. Mm-hmm. Because um, Brad's just from down here in South Morang. Well, he lives in Germany now, doesn't he? He does, does he? I think, yeah, he's got a kid. He's got a kid. Oh, now. he lives I, over there I now. I think, yeah, yeah. But um, Jared the drummer, mm. uh, I, I know, or oh, I knew, mm. and... Um, they were getting rid of the first bass player, mm-hmm. whose name was Aaron, right. Aaron Laguda. Yeah. And um, I sort of jumped in. And so you played bass I Played bass, yeah. I was, I was playing bass. Oh, and, right. Um, that, was my, that was pretty much my first bass gig. Yeah. With those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still play bass now. I still like playing bass. I still fill in on bass for different people. Sure, yeah. Um, but that was the first bass gig for me. Nice. And it sort of... After Aaron left, I stood in for a little while. Yeah. Did, uh, you know, Aubrey or... What was it, Aubrey? I can't remember. A couple of gigs. Yeah, a handful of gigs. Mm. And um, and then they got the permanent base because I didn't really want to do it full time. Sure. I was gigging and making money. Yeah. As you know, the original thing is a lot harder. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't yes. even tell you that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You don't even tell me that. Yeah. Most definitely. It is a lot harder. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just... It was a good experience for me. It was good. Yeah, it was, man. It was a good, good learning curve. Yeah. That was. And so how long was that for? Like, only just for a handful of gigs? Uh, yeah, just a just a Like a handful, couple of months. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then they they got their, their regular... They got somebody, in. yeah. Yeah, nice, nice. So... Mm. Yeah. Um, and so you mentioned you also... Um, there was a connection there with Dead City Ruins as well? Deep End. Oh, the Deep, deep end. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. Jared, Jar- Jared was playing in uh, the Deep End. I think before Massive. Yes. Would have been be- before. Mm. But that's where the that sort of came in. Yeah, right. Me. You knew those guys. Yeah, yeah cool, man. Because he was saying you, you're going to see gigs all the time. Yeah, yeah. And so you wouldn't go just see... A, I mean, we so yeah, that's a good question. I'll ask mm. you that. Like the gigs that you would go and see, because you're playing covers all the time. Would you go see a lot of original music? I I try still now to see a lot of original music. Sure, um, but at the time, yes, I went to see. I I think I saw the Deep End maybe four or five times. Yep. Um, when I wasn't. Gigging. Mm. Were you at their last show at the SP? I was, yeah, yeah. I was there too, man. Yeah, yeah. I've got the vinyl just over there. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, because that was just when I joined Smokestack. Oh, okay. And Maddie was playing bass, I think, in the deep end. Yes. Yeah. Matt, yeah. And so um, he was the drummer of uh, Smokestack Rhino. 
and um, so the brother, the brother yeah, of yeah, the yeah, drummer, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they said, "I'll oh, come down." You know, my brother's playing in this band, the Deep End. They're doing mm. their last show. I'm like, their last show? Yeah, what's going on? And so, yeah, it was their last show. And then, ironically, very soon after, the SB closed down. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? right. Um, I saw the last gig at the SB with Phil Parra. Yeah, right. That was the last. That was yeah, the last. Night. I saw him there once yeah. as well because yeah, he was there for years. Yonks. Yonks. I mean, I, I, actually, this year I've was fill, I've been filling in yeah. on bass with Phil. Yeah, right. Um, and he's a main guitar player. Oh, yeah, you, you've seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy. crazy. Great guitar player, and yeah. he's a good singer too. Yeah, I mean, eventually, I hope to interview you know um, all these kind of characters. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on the podcast. You've got the connection now. That's it, mate. Like, hey, <laughs> you played with now. old mate. Come, yeah, and, yeah. come and have a chat. You <laughs> yeah, know, cool. yeah. I'll uh, give you a glass of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably be a cup of teas by now. Cup of tea, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, that's <laughs> it. Uh, now, I always offer my guests anything they want to drink, but it, we do record the Art of Touring on a Monday night for those playing at home. Mm. And so usually on a Monday, most musos have already had enough booze. Yeah. <laughs> and so they go, you know what, yeah. Dave? Just give me a water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably a few that are still just going to keep pushing and keep on going. Maybe. On I'll, I'll, I'd, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to someone take... And like as I said to you, if someone yeah. does order a beer, I've got them in the in the fridge and, and I will partake as well. Yeah. Um, no, well, that that's cool, man. Yeah, but apparently the ESPY's meant to be coming back I, this I, month. I heard that in November. Yeah. Um, somewhere around November. Yeah, that it's coming back. Yeah. And they're opening up a podcast studio in oh, the really? top level, yeah, where like you walk past and you know there'll be a couple of characters like us having a chat, and then there'll be like in the walls headphones for for the punters to just put on and listen, listen to the oh, conversation. Wow. There's a place in Sydney that I played at called X Studios, and it had the same thing. Really? Yeah, there was a. I I I could be wrong. I think it might have been like a radio local radio radio station with similar a sort of thing going. Attached yeah, yeah. To it. And the, I think we were playing with. Um, John Stevens. Oh, wow. So he popped in there, got yeah. out, did the gig. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. So, so you were was, playing with John Stevens? No, no, no. We were the support act. I oh, was okay. playing with um, Peter Evans Taylor. Oh, you play with her? Yeah, yeah. I, I filled in on guitar. Oh, wow. She's still going. Yeah, yeah. She's still playing. Yeah, yeah. Is it original stuff? Originals, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Because I, I um, did some gigs with Peter Evans Taylor. Like before she did The Voice, She, me, me yes. and her used to do gigs at um, Whole Lot of Love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like yeah, acoustic yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She supported me. I supported her a yeah. couple of times. She's you know? a great singer. Amazing singer, you great know. Singer. She's got she, good songs too. Yeah, great songs, you know. Mm. Um, and then she did The Voice and, um, yeah, whenever I see her on the Facebook, it, it's yeah. like, uh, um, I'm not sure. Like, is she going all right now or oh, you haven't seen her well, since I then? No, I haven't seen nah, her No, yeah, yeah. Let's we'll see how she's going, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, right. So you were playing with Peter Evans-Taylor. And she was supporting John, John Stevens. Stevens. Yeah. Oh, so that may have been just like on the back of her voice days. Is that right? Um, I think. Or maybe was, a year or two after. I think yeah, it was definitely after. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, I think it was after. This Did was you get to of, stick couple your, a couple of years ago? Yeah. Did you get to stick around and see John C. Stevens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Mate, he's a monster. I know, I, yeah. He is a monster, man. He's such a good singer. Yeah, he's got a set of pipes on yeah. him, man. I saw him sing at the, oh, what was it? it the York on Lilydale. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't remember who he, someone, someone, I knew someone who was supporting him. So I got yep. to meet him yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. after the show. 
And uh, I just remember he had just had like quadruple bypass surgery or something. <laughs> yeah. He had his shirt off in the yeah. in the back in the, in the ripped ripped like no tomorrow. But still. he was ripped still. But yeah. he's like, oh, check out the scar, and it's right in the middle of his chest. It it's is scary, brutal. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But mate, he's he's still uh, he's still wowing them, man. Yeah, he's still he's, wowing them. You notice you, it's funny when you see guys like that sound check. Mm. You, then you realise how good they are. That's right. You know, it's yeah. like. Because without any noise from the audience, yeah, you're hearing their pure yeah. vocal. And you learn things when you're watching those sorts of guys sound check too. Oh, yeah. You learn so much. Dude, yeah. we supported Thirsty Merc last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ironically, at the York yep. in Lilydale. And they were getting, we were there for the sound check. Mm. And they were getting the levels. And Ray up the front, he's saying, can you just bring down like the 8 dB on that frequency yeah. there? What, what the fuck the is that? Fuck are you yeah, talking what about? is that? <laughs> he wanted specific Pacific, frequencies yeah. brought up and down for yeah. his vocal. That's how well he knew what sounded he wanted and what's going on and what's going on. You know, mm. so yeah, you do learn a lot. Um, you know, supporting sure these, these bands. Yeah, sure yeah. do. Um, so yeah, can you tell me a little bit about your touring days and, and stuff like that? Because you did say you, you did a tour up to Sydney, mm. and I, I did check a little bit your Facebook mm. um, before we um, sat down mm. and. It seems like, mate, you're on the road a lot. Yeah. I'm, Who do you play with at the moment? I, I'm sort of floating around still a lot with different people. Um, I did a, I did the, it was called the Legends of the Southern Land Tour. Mm-hmm. And that was with Johnson Peters, Marty Roan, Ray Burgess, and Swanee. Mm. So it was the four guys up the front. And believe it or not, this was a bit before the Apia thing came about, you know, with the four singers, Apia Tour, you know, the four singers and they do two songs and they all sing at the end together. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That was, yeah, that was yeah, a little yeah. project Johnson Peters did and we are doing like theatre shows. Right. Forgive me, what um, band were they from? So, uh, Swanee, Swanee's actually Barnsley's half-brother. Okay. Um, he had a hit called, or had a few hits actually, Swanee. Mm. Um, if I Were a Carpenter, he did that, did that cover. Right. Um, Marty Roan. They, these were the guys off Countdown. You know, they're oh, doing those kind of dudes, yeah, yeah, week yeah, in, yeah. week out. Um, and Johnson Peters was originally Johnny LaPiccolo. right? And he did the Graham Ken. Was it the Graham Kennedy show? I can't. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, yeah, of that. He ilk. was, of, yeah, and he was playing accordion, right? The, the accordion, and he won. It was like a talent quest back then. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know how long ago. Sure. And um, but Johnson Peters does a lot of production. Uh, the production side of things now, putting right. the gigs together. Yeah. Um, but he was still on the bill, so he, he had himself on the bill, which is good. Mm. Um, but yeah, we were just playing, we were playing their hits, then we were, they were doing a tribute to guys that they'd, they've lost, you know, Jim Keys or Thorpey, or the, all their mates. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, oh, wow. and then we'd do, we'd do something new that they'd, they've had out. Yeah. In the last ten years or whatever. Yeah, right. So yeah. So you toured Australia with that show? We or did just um, regional shows. No, there? just regional. We did. Yeah. Um, we did. We did Palms. We I know. We, I remember doing Palms. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, palms. Yeah. Palms. Um, Geelong. Yeah. Um, whole bunch of dates. Like, yeah. And so, remember. do those guys like still get on it, even though no, they're in their sixties, no. or they just Look, have a cup of tea after the no, show? No, it's, it's, it, that's what you sort of. That's what you think, but you know, yeah, yeah, they're they're a lot tamer yeah. now. Yeah, from what I would think, they would have been would have been yeah. sure, sure. So um, they'll have a quiet one, but they yeah. won't get maggoted. Especially when they know they've got young guys in the band. Yeah, it's like I I feel like it's they're trying to 
set something for guys like myself or you know the other guys in the band who are around my a age. Good example. Yeah, they're trying to set a good example, you know, to yeah, right. that you can keep your career going if you do the right thing, sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, a good lesson to be learned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. even now for me, it's it's okay to get a bit silly and have a good time. Sure. But if you've got a gig to do, do the gig first. Right, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I've yeah. always learnt that from these guys. Yeah, um, yeah. Because you can still make a dick of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and give yourself me. a bad name. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not worth it, I don't think. No, nah, that's it, man. Yeah. You want to keep working. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to have a reputation of a dude who's a great player, but, oh, God, after the a show, he, he's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want a that. Mess. Yeah. So no, that's that's, how I've that's a good thing, man. I mean, like uh, in my cover band days, um, back in the early noughties, mm. uh, my first cover band, we we got a residency at a place called Pug Mahone's. It's an Irish pub in the Wait. city. Okay, uh, like Hardware Lane. Yeah, know, yeah, right, right, right in that area there. Mm. And um, it was like every Saturday night, and I just saw so many drunk people. Yeah. Yeah. On the weekly, mm. and I'm like a 20 something year old bloke, like 22, 23, yeah. you know, doing the covers thing. Mm. Um, and I'm seeing this going, geez, I don't want to drink again in my yeah. whole life. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you know what you I mean? Learn. It scares you. Yeah, it because does. it's like you see these people, the punters getting so shit faced, mm. you're like, God, these people are really unattractive yeah. in their... And annoying. And annoying. <laughs> like, I don't want to be like that, no. you know? No. Um, so, I mean, I'm not a big drinker anyway, but mm. I've always kind of been of that mind. If I'm doing a show, look, I'll have a drink afterwards, but I always have to drive. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the other thing too. You know what I mean? You can't get on too. it. And I'm, I'm never, I've never lived anywhere near any other musos that I play with. Yeah. So even if I wanted to get on it, I couldn't go. Oh, hey, can you can drive? You get me? Yeah, yeah. So I can have a drink this gig, yeah. and and I'll do the same for you next week. Yeah. Like it's never really, really lined happened. up like that, mm. you know. Um, so it's probably a good thing, really, you know. Yeah. So when I do have a drink, it's usually because I'm not playing. I know I don't have a gig the following yeah. week, and it's very different too for vocalists because I can't yes. yeah. get on it. And because obviously um, alcohol dehydrates you. Yes. So if if I'm smashing beers, especially beers, the worst. They're the worst, mm. eh? You know. Mm. So it's yeah. um yeah it's 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 important thing you know. So kiddies, if you if you want to get into the industry, I can have a drink, but do it responsibly. That's right, hey. Eh? And if you're a singer, don't drink beer. Don't drink beer. <laughs> drink bourbon. There's <laughs> or or vodka or something. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. What one, one night yeah. I, I was feeling uh, my voice was I was losing my voice a bit, and I called up one of my mates. I'm like, oh my voice is shit. What do I do? He's like, dude, have a shot of whiskey. Yeah. It'll warm your throat up. You'll be right. And it felt good, mm-hmm. but it didn't help. It didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> it felt because yeah. the warmness of the whiskey really warmed the vocal yeah, yeah, cords, yeah. and it felt really yeah. great. And I got through the first set, but then the second set, I was like, oh, this is this is rough. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And so, um, yeah, so you, you, you're smashing out the covers thing. You're mm-hmm. working with a lot of original artists as well, like mm-hmm. Peter Evans-Taylor. Um, and... Um, you're really carving out a name for yourself within the industry as a, a reliable um, guitar player mm-hmm. um, and also bass player, mm. which I didn't know yeah. un- until this evening. Um, w- where to next for you? Um, what, what, are you what are your plans you know, for the future? Like, Do you want to keep doing yeah, I'm the happy covers with thing what or I'm do doing, you want to yeah. maybe do an original thing one day? Well, it's funny you say that because this is where it takes a full circle. Mm. Um, I'm cutting an album at the moment with songs that I've written. Wow! So I've got seven. So I've got one left to do, and then the whole thing's done. Like you know, yeah. you get tidy things up. 
Yeah. Um, and I started this a couple of years ago. Yep. I just never really got the time to go in week in, week out. It was just impossible. Sure. So I've been doing it on and off over the last couple of years. Cool. So I've got seven songs that I've written, uh, sorry, seven songs that I've written and I've given to each artist that I've worked with. Ah. So I've got, there's one with uh, Mike Rudd from Spectrum, one yep. with Swanee, Kevin Borich, um, Normie Rowe. Wow. Um, who else have I got? I can't remember. I've got guys like Phil Manning, Wayne Duncan on bass. Yeah. Um, a lot of those old guys. Sure. Um, old guys with respect. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, seasoned guys. Seasoned dudes. Yeah. In the and, scene. Yeah. Um, and so you've written like an instrumental and you go, hey, can you make up a melody? No, you've, well, I've actually everything. written I've written everything because I do sing myself as well. I right, sing as well. Right, I, okay. Um, so I've written the lyrics, the music, yep. and some of the melody, but most of the melody's changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did, you know, you had Pete last, Pete Robinson last week or the week before? I did, a yeah, a couple of weeks ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, so even Russell Morris and Colin Hewitt, they did a duet. Oh, because he's worked cool. with, they've worked with they, Pete, yeah, haven't well, they? Yeah, well, Pete's Rob's... Uh, Pete's Pete um, is guitar Russell's player. guitar player. Yes, yeah. yes, Russell Morris, of course. Yeah, so yeah, so they're doing a song on your album. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's which amazing. Is cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got three where I'm actually singing. Amazing, that's great. Yeah, so. yeah, so it's so it's an album, but it's like it's seven songs. Did you say it's ten? Oh, it is ten songs. It's ten songs. Seven I've given to other, the other guys. Oh, and the three is yours. Yeah, ten songs. Pretty much. There yeah, we are. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. so cool, man. And so where were you doing the recording? Out in Burwood with uh, a guy called Lee Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. And back to the first gig with Farnham, mm-hmm. I was watching, you know, had my eyes on Stuart Fraser and Brett Garzett. Yes. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where Stuart tends to work a lot. Right. With, with different things. And, um, yeah, it's surreal sitting in the booth with Stuart and, and Lee. <laughs> it's like, you know. That's like full circle, man. Keep learning. That's crazy. <laughs> keep learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Have you got them on the record as well? Uh, Stuart, no. No? Um, Brett Garcet? No, no. I, I really wanted to do... All the guitars. Yeah, because I'm a guitar yeah, player. I that mean, makes sense. You know, yeah, yeah. It's just... See, I, the, I yeah. actually have a very opposite experience. Right. With my band, The Pass Outs. Yes. So I, I had the band going for years and years and years, wrote all the tunes, um, and I, would always, I had guitar players in the band, but ironically, when we were doing the album... There was no lead guitar player. There right. wasn't even a drummer. It was literally just me and the bass player. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah. all these songs ready to go. Well, I got Venom on drums. Venom, yeah. He, he did the whole album. Yeah. You know, Obviously, I played the rhythm guitar, and I did a couple of little lead break yeah. solo things here and there, yeah. but you know, not much. Yeah. And obviously, the Frank, the bass player, did all mm. the bass. But as far as all the lead guitar playing, I just grabbed, hey, come and play come guitar. And come, come and, and you do know, it. I just pulled in Good. all the favours of all my guitar yeah. players that I've known over know, the years yeah. and, and, and loved um, mm. to have on the album. So I had, you know, Brett Wood on the guitar yeah. um, uh, on the album um, who's, you know, it plays with Electric Mary. Mm. Um, I had my mate Tony Andonov who I met at TAFE um, and uh, he does the covers thing and he, he used to do the original thing but right. now he does the covers thing. Yep. Um, so I was really stoked to have him on the album. Um, I had Andre Warhurst um, who plays in Spoonful. Oh yeah, great band. Yeah, amazing. I love Spoonful. <laughs> That's I, I love how you know all yeah, these dudes, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw uh, PW, the bass player today. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no I, I had uh, Rick Rally on the on the guitar, uh, playing guitar as well on the album. Mm. Um, and 
I believe that was the four features. Yeah, it was the four yeah. different guitar okay. players. Um, and, and I just gave them like two songs each. Mm. You know, gave them the tracks. Say, look, you know, here's the um, here's a song. Do what you Whatever will. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. You know, so kind of an opposite experience for you, yeah, man, well, coming from the guitar no, player that's saying, right. hey, yeah, I want yeah. to sing on this stuff. But I said the exact same thing to the singers. Mm. Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, you do you. Yeah, you do your you're, thing. Because you, they still have to sound like them. Yes. I mean, it's funny because... I remember, I think it was Swanee came in and he was singing the song a bit clean. Now, Swanee's voice is very rough, yeah. a lot like Barnsey. Yeah. Swanee is older than Barnsey. Mm. And um, I remember <laughs> I remember telling him, just fucking sing it as rough as you can. Yeah. That's what I had in mind when I wrote it. Sure. You know? And uh, yeah, I've, from that point on, I learned just tell them, make sure you tell them, yeah. do whatever you want to do, make Make it yours. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, because it's a tip of the hat for me, them singing my song. Oh, so as he, it is. he was singing it clean because the version you'd given him was you clean. Were singing clean. You're yeah. like, oh, I better do it clean yeah. like Aaron. That's right. And you're like, no, 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 do it like do you. It, do you. Do you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted. So, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a cool thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Far out. So, when do you think that might be available? I've got one more track to do. Yeah. Um, I've got a reggae song to finish that I started writing with Ross Hannaford. Mm hmm. Quite some time ago. Sure. And uh, I'm just waiting on Ross Wilson to see if he can do that. Yes. Um, who's the singer in Daddy Cool. Yeah. R- Ross Hannaford was a guitar player. So it just, for me, that would be that the perfect. That would be amazing marriage. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get those um, guys together again. For yeah, because Ross Hannaford passed away, I think it was two, couple of years ago or three years ago. Oh, Yeah, okay. so I, I really wanted to put that on the album. So he's he'd actually recorded it before he passed no, away? No, no, no. Oh. I, I had it on an iPad one of those, uh, what do you call them, garage bands or whatever it is. Yeah, And yeah. it was just us two fiddling, out, fiddling with the idea. So uh, I finished writing the song, but it started from him. Right. Um, well, you could put that as an Easter egg at the end of the album. That's what I said to Lee, the, the producer. I said, let's just squeeze it in somewhere. Yes, Even you've got to do it. Or something, you know. My first album's got an Easter egg. Has it? Yeah, you, you put it, you, it doesn't feature on the digital version. Mm. It doesn't feature on the vinyl, which I got pressed. Mm. But if you buy the CD, you it's wait there. to the very end of the, the last song. And then um, about two or three minutes after that, Bonus song. Oh well, wow. I got that from like Pearl Jam. Like they made a mind doing did that, that too. Yeah, man, you gotta do that too, shit. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of There's thing like two is minutes lost. Silence. Yeah, in man. Between. <laughs> it's like, like you're driving, you know, because yeah, yeah. that's what you would do. You'd put a seat, an album on yeah, it in the yeah, car. Yeah. Back, you know, when I started getting the music, you, you, mm. you, and you get your license, you get an album, you listen to it in the car, and then the music just stops, and it's just you just forget. Yeah, that it's just silence. You're like, oh, it's just stopped. Okay, no worries. And then all of a sudden. Hey, ne- yeah, next song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because most albums just start again. Yes. But if it's silent, yeah. people go, oh, maybe there's something, something more. coming up. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you should yeah, totally yeah, do yeah, that, yeah. man. Bring I that should. Back. I should. You should bring that back. Well, mate, Dean Ray did that. He did that with one of his songs. He actually yeah. did a, uh, what, he did one of the, the album version of the song, mm. Silence, for, I don't know, it felt like fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. But after that couple of minutes or whatever it was, he had an acoustic version of the song. Right. Which the acoustic version, I think, is way better than the, the, the album version. Yeah, the right. The full band version, yeah. Yeah, it's funny sometimes like that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, yeah. 
That's cool. have to do that. Yeah, you could do <laughs> it, man. Hey, look, you know, credit me on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Hidden track good, idea. Good idea. <laughs> Give it to you. No, no, that's hilarious. Oh, man. And so, um, at the beginning of the podcast, I do like to play a little bit of music of the of the guest each week. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that comes to mind that you think I could grab off you or, or online yes. that you could play to feature? Yeah, this week, yeah. Well, because I haven't put... Um any of the original stuff out yet? Mm, mm. Um, there, there is a cover there I did of um, "Wild Horses" by the Rolling Stones. Great song, man! I do that song. In my I, l- I love that song. I love the Rolling Stones. Sure. I mean, I saw them in Germany last year when I went to Germany. No shit. And you know they're going pretty strong at that at yes, their age. It's yes. just amazing. Um, but there is a, a version of "Wild Horses," acoustic version of that on there with uh, Rosie Conforto, who I work a lot with. Oh yeah, I um, saw that just recently. Just got the red hair, yeah. Red hair, yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I do, I do the self-indulgent thing, and I've put together a the Aaron Shembury band. Yes, which does we we do stuff like Chuck Berry and Little Richard and all that sort yeah, of stuff. So I'm Elvis up there front singing and playing, which I I put it together a couple of years ago, and I thought, oh, just let me do something for myself. Bloody oath, you know, instead of learning songs for oh, and people. always playing other people's stuff yeah, yeah, yeah which I don't mind doing it's just yeah. I thought let's see how I go did one gig I yep. said oh we'll keep going yeah um, so we did even the weekend just gone we just did Baruga and Swan Hill all and the way up there you're getting booked um, yeah, yeah, in yeah. New South Wales that's yeah. amazing dude especially with that that so Rosie and I share the Share the lead vocals. Yes, yeah, so she does one, you do yeah. one, then you do some harmonies or whatever. So it sort of keeps it a bit interesting, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to be for something that I put together just because I wanted to play Chuck Berry all night. Yeah. Because I love Chuck Berry. He's, he's, if you ask me my influence, that's that's the one, Chuck Berry. Number one. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I just I wouldn't think I'd still be doing that. Right. right now, yeah. So, well, I mean, there's there's a market for that kind of tunes, man. Everyone still is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still is. Um, a lot of musicians don't realise how much Chuck Berry took music to the next step mm. from the blues thing. I'm I'm a big blues fan, sure. Muddy Waters and, and yeah. John Lee Hooker and all that. Yeah, but he took the next step, and after that, you know, you had the Rolling Stones, the Beatles. Yeah. It just kept evolving. But he was that bridge, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah. He took that. He took that uh, twelve-bar thing mm. to make it rock and roll, and then that's right. It just evolved from there. The rest is history, eh? Yeah, yeah. And so those tunes still translate to this day. Sure do. So there's an audience for yeah. it, and if you can bring that to the to the punters, man, more power yeah. to you. you know? Well, you can. It sort of amazes me that young the younger people that are at the gigs mm. know Johnny Be Good. Mm. From their parents or their grandparents. Yeah, isn't that you know, crazy? Strange. Yeah. Or from Back to the Future. Yeah, or Back to the Future. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And so when you go up to Sydney to do that, um, to do those gigs with mm. the Aaron Shembury Band, are you driving all the way up there? Yeah, we just we just drive. You drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in your own car, you hire a van? No, we, we just get a trailer. You get a trailer? a trailer out, yeah, yeah. And just drive your own just car? Drive up and yeah. we just laugh all the way. Yeah, right. I... I I don't, it's not that I don't like flying. Sure. I'd rather drive and enjoy ourselves sort of thing, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, 
Yeah, we just do that. Well, then you don't have the hassle of having to figure out how to get your gear up yeah. there and everything. And you've got your own gear, especially if you've got a trailer. That's right, yeah. And as long as you're getting looked after when you, once you get up there with enough coin, you, that's you, right. you're going to be able to pay for the petrol and that's your right, com yeah. and all that stuff. So You've got to take it all into consideration. Yeah, too. that's it. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. art of touring, so, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's a tip for you. Yeah, yeah. Include your petrol money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the gig it's, fee. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah especially that the shit in, fucking eh? prices of petrol now. Forget Get about Jesus. it. So do you fit everyone in one vehicle and the yeah, trailer? Yeah, there's, there's four of us, yeah. So you just, everyone's in the car and then the trailer in the back yeah. to the one car. Well, that's not too bad. No, it's good. Because I've good. done some rural gigs where there's there's two cars. Oh, okay. have a trailer. Yes. You know, I've so, got the Sometimes that happens. And I can fit a lot in the back of the territory, but yeah. I can't fit like the drum kit as well as the bass amp. Yeah, and the, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So Sometimes um, that happens. The trailer's yeah. good. Sometimes, yeah, if you don't have the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out, if man. it's worth it to get the trailer, you just get the trailer. Yeah. But if it's not, two cars it is. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. Before we finish, have you got yeah. any other stories from the road that you'd like to share with us, like when you're going up to Sydney and doing these gigs? Um, like, it, has yeah, anyone ever, like, gotten so, you know disillusioned with life that they thought I don't want to do this show Aaron you just sing all of it or like I don't nah, know <laughs> I mean I'm pretty lucky because they're all professional I'm very eh? lucky that the people I play with yeah are there to play and I'm and I've learned to be a hard uh, to be the boss you really got to be a hard ass sure um so there's always different members coming in and out yep um with me I just lay it down if you don't like what I've said sure don't there's do the, the gig. There's the door. Yeah, yeah not yeah. not in a bad way. No, it's just you know, don't ask me things that that you know you're not going to get the answer that you want. Yeah, right. You know I mean? Okay. So yeah, yeah. The guys I work with are pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah. They just do the gig. I always say, just do the gig, have fun. Yeah. Enjoy yourself, have a laugh. If you fuck up on stage, just laugh because I don't care that you fucked up. Just. Yeah, just, just keep going. Just have a laugh. And yeah, yeah. Just have you, you ever it, you know? seen anything crazy in the audience happening at a show? Let's flip it yes, like that. Yes, I have. The, yes. The, well, I don't know if it's funny. It's a bit... Yeah, no, it's funny. I saw this uh, darker fella. I don't know what nationality he was. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but he'd had a lot to drink. Actually, this was probably the first year of gigging at that, pu- that pub in the old colonial. Nice. And he had this brand new white suit on. <laughs> <laughs> brand new white suit yeah. and in the middle of the thing there was a in the middle of the room there was a, a pole and a ledge for you to put your drinks on oh yeah so, yeah, yeah I know what you mean yeah yeah so we're playing away and I've looked at him and I'm going fuck he's falling asleep so he's falling asleep at the bar and then I've halfway through the song I've looked up again and I've gone he's not pissing himself is he oh no the poor bastard was sleeping and pissing <laughs> De- and because it was white, it was like a whitish sort of grey yes. suit. I could see it just trickling tri- down, yeah, his going down his leg. Oh my he, god! He pissed himself, and I think we played another three or four songs, and he was still asleep. He was still he was that he was that tank. He was gone. He was that tanked, yeah, but oh I, I remember god. seeing Dad in the in the crowd. Yeah, that my dad was in fucking hysterics. He was <laughs> laughing his ass off. <laughs> And I'm looking at him oh, going, no, I don't think I want to do this job anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> I've just started. This is gross, Dad. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Oh, my God. But, yeah, that, I, that, yeah, that, that holds the that holds the list there, that one. Oh, dude, I always that's remember insane. that. Yeah. That's, gr- that's a great fun. story to end on, man. It's cr- yeah, well, it. you know, 
I don't know if he still does it, that bloke. He's probably still at the pub, even though it's closed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's right. probably still asleep. He's perpetually <laughs> pissing himself forever on that bar. Oh, my Poor God. Bugger. Oh, dude, well, I'll definitely play that um, cover of Wild Horses for you. Yes. And if people do want to come and see the Aaron Shembury band, mm. h- how do they do that? Have you got a Facebook yeah. or something you could tell the, the, the listeners about? It's not... I've just got... Um, like, you know, you, I've got all Instagram and... Um, yeah. Aaron Shembury music, music yeah, that's yep. the one we have to look at. Yeah, and yeah, cool. same thing on Facebook. Nice. With that one too. So that's yeah. a likable page. People yeah. can like and follow yeah. and see where you yeah. are and around town and come and check out your tunes. We're pretty lucky musicians have got Facebook now. Yeah, right? I think. It, yes. It's a blessing and a curse, you know. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's a necessary evil. Yes. You know, especially for a muso. Hmm. Like if I wasn't a muso, I probably wouldn't really... Fuck with Facebook same, that much. Same you know thing. what I mean? Yeah. Same thing. But because um, we get... Yeah, my wife doesn't I, even have Facebook. Oh, you're <laughs> you not know? a muso then. Not, not a muso. She doesn't fuck with <laughs> it. <laughs> 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 but, You've a MySpace. Oh, oh, geez, I remember MySpace. 2005, yeah, yeah, yeah. baby. Wow. Yeah. I think you should MySpace. look that up, see if it's still, still there, there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in your top five friends. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Jesus, that's a lot. That's a, and Tom. And yeah, Tom is he still going? Yes, Tom's still going. Still He's still loving going? life, Poor mate. Poor bastard. Poor bastard. He's he definitely to... lost that war. No, Tom was he? Facebook, wasn't he? No, Tom was... Tom was MySpace. MySpace. And that other Muppet is Facebook. I can't remember yeah, his name remember now, his but name he either. totally won, didn't he? Uh, oh, I just, I just had it. What was his name? Mark. Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg that's that's the yeah, bastard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ironically, we'll be promoting this show on his website. Facebook. 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 <laughs> Do you ever see that news? There was a movie. It was called um, Funny People with Adam Sandler. Yes, and I think I have. It, it was about comedians, mm. and um, Jonah Hill was playing the young write, writer comedian, and he was writing s- jokes for Adam Sandler's character. Yeah, and the first gig he had to write jokes for was for a MySpace party. Right, and um, <laughs> one of the jokes he wrote for Adam Sandler's character was. Fuck Facebook in the <laughs> face. Right? <laughs> Fuck Facebook, Fuck in, the Facebook face. in the face, right? And so Adam Sandler goes up. He's like, dude, you just did my joke. Now what the fuck am I meant to say? And he's like, oh, sorry. I just, I didn't know what else to say. You know? And uh, yeah, but obviously that MySpace was still going when that movie came out. And yeah. God, that makes me feel old because I didn't think that movie was that old. Or was it I Seth Rogen? No, it wasn't Joe, uh, Jonah Hill. It was Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. It was Seth oh, Rogen okay. played the, the guy. Yeah. There you go. But um, yeah, we'll bring it back. You will. Uh, we can find you on Facebook, Instagram, yep. follow your stuff, and we'll have checked out that Wild Horses cover. And yeah. we will look out for your original album dropping hopefully next year. Hopefully, I think it'll be done by mid-next year for sure. Yeah. It'll be out. No later than mid-next year. Fantastic. This has taken two years, by the way. Dude, that's that's <laughs> nothing compared to how long the Pass Out's first album took, mate. How long was that? It was about four years. Okay, well, I've got a record to beat. Yeah, mate. We, no, we no, I don't want to beat that record. 2011, and we released it in 2014. Jesus. So, it, it, you know. It takes time. It takes time because, I'll, yeah, it, it was a long process, but yeah. I'm super proud of that album. You know, you don't um, want to put something out you're not proud of and no, you're not that's you right. regret. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So take your time, man. Yeah. And we'll get to hear it when when it's available. Done. Thanks for coming Good in, to brother. See you, mate. Chill. It's been a long time. See you, dude. <laughs> see you, buddy. Ciao. <laughs>
There you go, Sizzlers. Another episode of Art of Touring in the Bag, done and dusted. All tied up in a nice little bow, nice little bow, hey? Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, give the podcast a share. Why not? Just do it. Just, you know, I'm listening now. I've got my phone. I'll give this a share, you know, on social media. Use that hashtag, Art of Touring Podcast, on Instagram, and give us a follow, at Art of Touring. If you'd like to get in contact with the Sis Dog, you can do so. It's easy. You can email me at artoftouringpodcast at gmail.com. Maybe you'd like to come on the show. Just hit me up and you can uh, talk to old mate about music. Uh, you can listen to Art of Turing on Wooshka and you can download it on iTunes. If you've enjoyed this episode, take a moment to give the podcast a rating within the podcast app on your phone. Yeah, So write a short review and then stick around next week for another episode. Every week. I release them every week for free on a Tuesday. So get in, have a listen with old mate Siriani, the Sizz Dog, on the regular. That is all for me this week. Before I go, I have a few shout-outs. Shout-out to Chris Wall, who designed the amazing, ridiculous, uh, sweet, uh, sexy, beautiful artwork for the show. Um, you can follow him on Instagram, and I strongly recommend you do. His artwork is ridiculous. Uh, his uh, handle on Instagram is at Mr. Wall, spelt W-A-H-L. Big thanks to my guest this week, Aaron Shembury. You can follow him as well at Aaron Shembury Music on Facebook and Instagram to see all of his touring dates around Australia. That's all from me this week. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next time for another episode of Art of Touring with the Sith Dog. Oh, oh, oh! Woo! And remember, this week's podcast was brought to you by Tino's Nightclub, where our steak is as rare as an appearance from Ron Burgundy himself. Very, very chilled out, as you can see. You know, we've got <laughs> Luke Skywalker over there looking over us. With an enormous head. With a huge head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at that. I must say, I've never seen Star Wars. Never seen the Star Wars? Never. But you knew that was Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Certainly did. Yeah. No, well, I mean, because this year, um, my homeroom, I was given eight orange because I'm a homeroom teacher. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to, you know, um, decorate your homeroom in orange things. And I'm like, what am I going to do with fucking orange? Pumpkins. Pumpkins. Oh, yeah, that's orange. Oranges. Yeah, boring. (laughs) And I remembered, oh, that's right. Luke Skywalker wears an orange fucking jumpsuit in Star Wars. You got him. So I got him. And so you notice how he's got a huge head. So the reason he's got a massive head is because when I first printed it off, I got the proportions wrong. And if I'd (laughs) printed him all off like that, he would have been 10 feet tall, right? (laughs) So I've... um, I uh, I scrapped that, but I kept I kept all of the pieces yeah. of the big version, and then I I printed off the normal one, yeah. and eventually the kids um it got it got it it stayed intact for about three terms <laughs> until the kids started ripping parts until, of him off. So you until can his, his leg come off, exactly. So <laughs> his, arm, there his, his head came gone. off, and fucking whatever yeah. else. So then I thought, screw it, I'll get the big head and I'll throw it on there. It kind of looked like a bobble head. <laughs> My wife was not impressed when that appeared in the in the family room. But you could have had a small head and a big body. <laughs> that would have looked a bit strange. That would have been <laughs> fantastic. He looks like a bobblehead. Oh, that's a good banter. I love the banter at the start. <laughs> All right, let's get stuck into it. Yeah.